Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAs. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming your weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about RHA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hey guys welcome back to the channel should i be picking up my daughter from school and going grocery shopping yes am i here instead answering your questions i am so as a result you should definitely like this video and subscribe because i'm always here for you you know what i mean so let's say then lena she says, hi, Danny and Ashley. Ashley's not here. You're going to have to be happy with me. I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now and heard that there is a Q&A coming up again. 
you know it. I've lost my period for several years because of bloomia and overtraining. I am better since five years, but had a year of no training in between. Oh, I also had a year of no training in between, but there was never a period. At the beginning of this year, I stopped exercising again and increased my food intake and really gained weight for the first time. I was not underweight before, but I was very lean. Probably were underweight. I ovulated a few days later and got my period. My cycle is very long since then, 77, 80, and 50 days. She's right, that is long. I started to train a little bit after the first cycle, but did not lose weight again. I thought it was okay because the last cycle was only 50 days and it would get better, but now I'm still waiting for my ovulation. I'm already on cycle day 47. I stopped training again three to five weeks ago, but still nothing. Do you know what to do? My doctor thought that I have PCOS, but my hormones regulated back after getting my period. Thank you for the help, even if you can't answer it. You've already helped me so much with your podcast. Well, thank you for being a listener. Look, I get here then that you have the history, Lena, that goes with having the HAs. Um, could you have PCOS? Sure, I'd need to see the blood work, so I'm going to ignore that. Probably don't, based on the fact that, like, you just are an HAR, you know what I mean? Like, we're part of the crew. So, you stopped training three and a half weeks ago, which tells me you were training at the time of the long cycles, so you're probably underfueling for your training. I'm feeling confused, right? Because I increased my, my eating prior, and I got my period back. Why? is that not enough now? Um, but things change, things in life change. And maybe at the time when you got your cycle back, you weren't exercising and now you are, but you didn't actually eat more. You know, I think that we, we try to move from intentional eating to intuitive eating. And we feel a little bummed when intuitive eating doesn't always work because we would really like to be able to not eat quite as much as we ha have had to in the past. I think the truth is, and I can tell you this from my own personal experience, we got to be on top of that. Women need to be on top of that. Let's start normalizing girl dinner and start really eating some serious goodness. I think that's going to be the case for you, Lena. Like permission to eat, please do so. You need it. Your body is telling you it does and your cycles are not going to get closer together until you sort that out. So that's your homework. Okay. Johanna asks, Hi, Danny. Can you talk about how to meet caloric requirements for recovery when suffering from irritable bowel? It's very difficult for me to eat because intestinal inflammation is very serious in me. Okay. This is a tough one because this situation is common, but unique to each individual. So we've had a number of, of clients work with us who have types of colitis and serious um, issues with digestive problems, typically in their history. Um, most of the time they have it under control with some kind of medication or they've just gotten a certain way before they meet with us. Um, and we are usually always able to, I can't think of a time where we haven't been able to work with it. It might be slower, there might be fear involved. There might be having to titrate food up. 
back off, bring it up again. You know, we'll have people with colitis who, like, sometimes with digestive issues that can be serious, it's, it's starting to get complex and messy because the reason your period is missing is often connected to your body's inability to process its digestion accurately. Like, the two go hand in hand. Like, the two are besties for a lot of people. Um, so oftentimes you're going to have to allow a certain level of discomfort, sit there, process, let it get better, push through, um, you know, push through till it's better and then challenge yourself with more food again. This is where working with a coach is going to be really valuable to you because it's going to bring you confidence, guidance, when, when to push, when to pull back, when to wait. Um, because you need to eat more food, right? So if you've gotten yourself to a situation where your lack of eating has caused such severe digestive issues, we're gonna need to reverse out of that the way we got into it. Uh, and that sometimes just means going slower, having things in place, tools, medications, supplementation to help make um, that easier. There's holistic ways to do it. There's medical ways to do it, depending on your severity. Um, and for some, like many of our clients have come in being like, I have this issue. It has been extreme for me. I am afraid. And we've been like, okay, cool. We're going to monitor it. We're going to keep it good. We give them recommendations for nutrition and they're, they almost never come back with like a digestive issue. Like the symptoms don't flare up. You know what I mean? We take it into account. We're not asking them to eat metric tons of stuff that is difficult for them to digest. Typically, someone with digestive issues who's going through recovery, eating enough food is maybe not even a starting point. It might be like increasing variety or something like that. So I think with digestive issues, it's probably not the answer you want to hear that um, the way out is going to have to be eating and navigating the bodily discomfort that comes with it but that's almost always going to be the case and what you will find is that if you do it right and you take it slow and maybe you even get guidance from someone like us your symptoms are going to be not so bad you're going to have more confidence to go into it less fear and you'll be able to actually follow through so i recommend that um, if you can Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy, this is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea 
and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. I have so many of those um like spam messages now that it's sometimes hard to find the questions that I reserved for us. And I also never know how to navigate the YouTube app. I always need to go over to the desktop. So please hold. I have to like bring it up on my screen. I keep notes of where I'm keeping everyone. Okay. Antonella says, I'm gaining weight. I don't have my glasses on. I'm gaining weight, but how? Here we go. I'm gaining weight, but low increase intake of calories, 2,200 a day because I'm not hungry and I still exercise every day. She mentions her BMI, it's kind of low. Um, has hypothalamic amenorrhea for years and I'm scared. Okay, um, that's not a super low, like uh, you're gaining weight on 2,200 calories because your body needs to. It's like the surplus that you need to be in to get healthy here's the thing you know what <laughs> i had we get this semi-regularly too no not really but just like it comes up you know every now and then hey i'm eating a normal amount of food and i'm gaining tons of weight so i don't trust the process and i quit <laughs> we had like i think we had someone leave the program this week because that's why it's on my mind because the they had been very low a very low body weight at one point and they've had to gain up to a normal body weight i will say it's pretty much my body weight that they've had to get up to and they're just like nope quit <laughs> like just nope 
don't want to increase food further, not willing to gain weight further. Um, and that's a tricky situation because I get it that it's really uncomfortable to gain weight when you've been so low. Like the perspective that you're coming from is like huge. You know, when someone's like, I've gained 30 pounds, I've gained 40 pounds, but it's like, yeah, but you were not, you were 110 pounds. You were 100 pounds. Of course you gained that much. It's going to be uncomfortable for you because you let yourself get so low. And that is really, really hard to do. So people get to uh, a higher body weight and they just think this is some BS, I'm out of here. Um, and she's like, I think I'm now starting the process and I'm just gonna go to HRT. And I was like, look, okay, that's you. The reality here is you were very small. Now you're a normal body weight. That's uncomfortable. It makes you feel like you're morbidly obese, but it's not reality. So this person who is now eating 2,200 calories and gaining weight, I'll bet you money, cash money, that her current body weight is perfectly normal and appropriate for her height. Um, I have seen people, of course, overshoot, and there are going to be some of you listening who are like, no, Danny, like, you know, I've gone from 110 pounds or 120 pounds to like 200, and I'm telling you right now that I'm not just, you know, like that I'm feeling on the heavier side of things. I get that. Um, it's less common, but either way, regardless of your situation, if that's what the body needed to do, it doesn't care about your beliefs about how society should see bodies. It does not care that like other girls are walking around at your height at a different weight. It doesn't care that you're seen by the medical system and other people as obese. You're not, but it doesn't like, it doesn't care, you know? So we have to start getting really a bit more comfortable with um, like not being in control of exactly what your body needs to do to heal. Your body is not malfunctioning or doing it wrong just because it's gaining more weight than you are comfortable with. So right now, if that's something that you're feeling, first of all, you know, are you being realistic as in have you actually just come up from like so low that of course you feel like this is an unnecessary and wild amount of weight have you been in such a deficit have you taken your body through so much that of course it has to do something wild in order to heal is that actually reality probably so if you are struggling with like, and, and I'm telling you, I get it. I totally get it. It is hard. If you are struggling with this, you probably shouldn't be doing it alone. It is hard work. It is hard work to allow your body to change. You should not quit. You should not panic, but you should, and you should just like not be moving backwards out of fear. Don't, don't like relinquish control hate the result and then reaffirm control because you're just going to stay stuck and feel worse and then think that it was like that you're the unicorn that can't heal. It was because right when things got 
good when things got juicy when you really let yourself get to a certain weight that you need to be at you pulled back out of fear that was the problem it was not your body you should be doing it alone at an absolute minimum please just join the ha society and show up to the calls listen to the call replays if that's like a more comfortable um thing for you but absolutely show up to the calls and get support that way uh, at a minimum, if you really want to make this happen and you're like, no, I need someone to call me out on the crap and help me work through this and actually make progress forward, I think consider coaching the hasociety.com forward slash coaching. Um, or we have the restore program that is opening next month in November, uh, late November opens for enrollment. So maybe go to that too, the hasociety.com forward slash restore dash live. It will all be in the notes below, hopefully. Or just go to our website. There's links to all that on the website. I have it very organized. There's tons of ways for you to get support. This is not easy. I am not telling you, you should just be able to suck it up buttercup, eat more, let yourself gain weight and be happy. I'm just trying to tell you that it's normal, it's safe, you are not crazy, you are not broken, but you might need someone to be there to tell you that to your face lay out the facts with you, track progress with you. That's what we do. That's just probably a good idea <laughs> and I get it. I think that's just on my heart today because this week that that happened, you know, with, with that client and it's always such a bummer when they don't give it a chance. Um, you know, we always recommend three to four months and if you try it for one month, freak out and pull out after one month, like that's not going to be enough to truly see the result that you need to see you know it's just not enough like i mean we have people who recover after a month but like we don't always get a perfect cycle every single month that's less common you need to give it the time you need to trust in it and when you get to that level of discomfort you must sit there because that is where the juicy stuff is going to happen Hope this was helpful guys i'll see you guys next week if you have a question for the show please submit it either danny at the hasociety.com is my email address or go to the hasociety.com on instagram or danny sheriff on instagram or of course comment below on one of the videos i save them i pull one from each place every every video and yeah i'll see you next time okay bye Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking, all of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, 
again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. 
So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.